Hi, I'm Peter Anthony. And I'm Steve Angel. You're listening to Men With Spirit. Join us as we explore what it means to be a modern man and to live a spirited life. Welcome to this seventh episode of Men With Spirit at Radio Karam. If you're listening to us live, you already know that you can listen to the show via the Radio Karam app at 4pm on Thursdays. Or you can grab the podcast version of the show uh, with or without our selected music uh, within a day or so via many different podcast platforms. Whatever way you choose to listen, we hope you enjoy what my co-host, Steve Angel, and me, Peter Anthony, um, share with you each week. Uh, In these programs, we explore what it means to be a man today, and we look at um, the issues that can prevent men from fully showing up in the relationships that matter most to them. We discuss different ways of behaving and living, supported by strong spiritual and core values. And we delve further into the work we do in our weekly Men With Spirit in-person gatherings or circles, where we encourage men to get out of their heads and in more into their hearts. Now, today's topic is men's well-being, and we'll be discussing some very practical steps we can all take to improve our overall health. G'day, Steve, and uh, here's a, a big energetic hug as we're not face-to-face in person. Um, how are you today, mate? I am doing really well, and a big energetic hug back to you, Pete. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, doing well, feeling really good at the moment, and I know you don't like me to say good, so I'll expand on that, Pete. Um, I'm feeling quite energized. Uh, I'm really excited about today's episode. Um, And life, whilst it's been a little chaotic, actually, um, it's been quite uh, challenging but uplifting at the same time. So, yeah, I'm doing quite well. Good. Good. What about you? Well, like you, I'm excited about what we're going to be announcing uh, later in the show. And um, also, I mentioned last week that... uh, I've been waiting on this um, uh, elective surgery list to get some get an operation done, and uh, I finally got uh, the news on that. So I'm a bit relieved that that's now scheduled for next week. But um, not surprisingly, I'm a little bit anxious, a little bit apprehensive, um, course, and also I'm disappointed are. disappointed that I'm going to be missing uh, one or two shows. So, um, but I know you're going to do a marvellous job without me around. So uh, but, but that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling yeah. a range of different emotions at the moment. Mm. Well, well, hopefully that all goes really well and um, we get a speedy recovery to get you back here. But more importantly, your health is important. And I'm sure that everyone will be sending you lots of healing energy and love while you're away, Pete. So until then, let's, let's enjoy Thanks, your mate. company. I really, Thanks, mate. I really appreciate that. It's uh, probably appropriate, given we're talking about men's well-being, to be having a a medical procedure. (laughs) Anyhow, before we get started with um, today's topic, I just wanted to, um, and in introducing our special guest, 
Uh, I'd like to briefly sort of revisit or just uh, do a, um, a footnote, if you like, on what we discussed last episode, which was on equality and our personal values. And per I said to you, Steve, that I'd been reflecting on what we discussed. I listened to the program and I, I felt I didn't want to leave people with the impression of, from, of me being holier than, uh, than thou sort of thing, uh, just generally speaking. And just wanted to make the point that we, we can all make stuff ups in our life. And where I find it really strikes you most is where you come to the realization or strikes you that you've compromised your own personal values. And uh, last week I mentioned about a, a colleague that um, had got upset with a, a waiter. And then I was reflecting later on, I thought I'd done the same thing and without justification uh, mm -hmm. and, and it often comes into my mind about that and i beat myself up and then there are other things i've done in my life where a more significance than just uh, the waiter incidents but what i tend to do is keep revisiting these things and it's like having a, um, um, a metaphorical sort of whip and keep whipping yourself and saying oh you're no good and, um, and beating yourself up and just being negative and it undermines your own sense of self-worth. And I think it's something we can all get trapped into, that feeling of um, um, not being good enough. And so I, all I wanted to say today was, look, we all stuff up at different times in our life. The, the key thing is to learn from it, move on, catch yourself. You can't change your past, but what you can do is change how you react to things now and how that affects your future going forward. So all I wanted to say is that um, we can all make mistakes along the way, but the main thing is not to dwell in the past and get bogged down in it. Just recognise that, okay, you've, you've stuffed up, move on and learn from it. Mm -hmm. Hopefully don't do it again, but don't get stuck in, um, in the past and let that define your future in effect. Mm. So I just wanted to share that because I, I felt that was something we hadn't touched on last week and I was I really bothered me so i wanted to just share that you got anything to add on that mate well, well first of all just thank you thank you for doing that i think you know just uh even having the courage to come back and say hey i want to i want to add to something that i said so that there's no misunderstanding um yeah. so i think that's that's wonderful um i think that's you learning from the past and and sharing and wanting to correct behavior the only thing i would add to that is if an apology is required then an apology should be given because i think that's part yeah. of that process of learning that you've made a mistake and that if someone has been hurt by your actions then and and it's appropriate to have an apology that it's not you know in the in immediate you know past that you can do that and i think that's really important and that's also part of that courage just to face and be accountable for your behavior but, yeah and um, i think that's yeah. one that's one of the things i think uh, in the uh, counseling work that we do and particularly that you do uh, that idea of um, of apologising or recognising a past wrong and then taking mm -hmm. some action to correct it is an important part of the way we approach things. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, that's good. One thing I'd like to do before we introduce um, Candy is to um, share a song um, and all of our musical selections today. You'd be pleased to know everyone have a sort of a very positive, forward-looking theme to them. Um, this particular song inspired me dur during um, 
a very trying phase in my life. So I just wanted to share it with you. It's a song called Weave Me the Sunshine, and it's uh, performed by Peter Yarrow of Peter, Paul and Mary fame. Thanks, Marcus. Over to you. Hi, everybody. This is Wit from Spiderbait. When I'm passing through Karam, aside from slowing down to 50 kilometres an hour and reminisces about doing the Eel Race Road Rumba or the Watley Street Wiggle, I like to tune in to Radio Karam and get down with the good vibes. Welcome back. You're listening to Memory Spirit on Radio Karam. I'm Steve Angel and you're here with my co-host Peter Anthony. Well, today's today's episode is dealing with a very big topic, um, men's well-being. Um, and when we talk about men's well-being, we're talking more than just mental health. We're talking about physical health. We're talking about emotional health. And more importantly as well, we're also including spiritual health here because well-being is, is an accumulation and amalgamation of all of those parts of who we are. Um, we were trying to do some um, research and statistics here to share with you, you know, the state of sort of well, uh, mental well-being and, and mental um, health in, in Victoria um, and Australia. And um, with some help from with our guest, um, we received some information that I'm going to share with you that kind of paints a picture of really what we're looking at here. Now, mind you, these stats that I'm sharing with you now for the Australian situation are a little out of date. They're a few years old, but they still give you a very big picture of what is going on here. You know, in 2017 to 2018, we're looking at one in five Australians, and that's about 4.8 million people, have had a mental or behavioural condition. And, and that is a, that's a massive increase of about 4 million people from the previous period. And in the same year, we're looking at 3.2 million Australians have had an anxiety-related condition. And again, that's another increase of around 11% say, on the period before. And if you speak to about one in 10 people, they will tell you they've had depression or feelings of depression. So the state of our society is one where we're dealing with a lot of stresses that are causing mental health um, uh, conditions and behavioral uh, that is uh, behavior that is really affecting our sense of being. Now, if we take that even further and just have a look at some stats specific to men, because obviously our show is targeted more to men. Um, if we look at this, and this is from the Men's Health Initiative, three in four suicides are men. One in two men will have a mental disorder in their lifetime. That's 50% of men will experience some sort of mental disorder or behavioral disorder in there. And, and an interesting one that I wanted to add in here as well was that separated men are six times more likely to have depression. So therefore, what that means is without partnership, without connection, they can fall into a state of depression. And that also means mateship as well. Those who are more isolated from their friends and from mates also experience high levels of depression. So really, I mean, it's, and we look at this and, and I think that if we now take into some of the statistics that have happened over the last two years, once these stats are actually updated, which they will be very soon, and we look at the state of the pandemic on people's uh, mental and emotional well-being, I think that we'll start to see those figures just rise even further, even if that's possible to capture that information. But I know, Pete, and you know as well, mm. that this, 
that the demand on surface services around the country during the last two years is just out of control. Like people are Absolutely. seeking yeah. so much help. Um, mm. And I know the government is pouring a lot of money into this and a lot of free services, but even those established services like Lifeline and Beyond Blue, and uh, they just can't keep up. They literally can't keep up. And I, we know a few people who are psychologists as well, and they're closing their books. They're unable to take in any more clients. So that's a real, it's a real sadness around that. Mm. Now, there are many services out there, but today we're going to look at something really special. We're going to look at how maybe technology can be part of the solution of helping people um, with their mental health, well-being, and the path towards mental well-being, and, and, and more so maybe look at the prevention, being there in the early stages of maybe when things starting not to feel so great for you. Um, and trying to get you there before, as they say, prevention is a lot better than the cure, is get there early. Now, one such innovation we're going to talk about today is the MIOK app. It's developed by Melbourne-based IT company, DB Results. And here to explain what the MIOK MIOK initiative is all about and how Men With Spirit actually became involved is Candy uh, Demenzi, Chief Philanthropy and Clinical Health Advisor at DB Results. Candy, welcome to the show. We're so happy that you can join us. Oh, welcome, Candy. <laughs> Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm very um, excited to be here. Thank you very much. You are also our very first female guest, so uh, we're excited <laughs> to have you as well. So uh, thank you very much for taking the time. And also, look, let's get started. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your role, um, and what you do at the company. Okay, so um, I started with um, DB Results um, a few years ago now. Um, and I, I came here actually, I've had a very interesting story how I got here. I worked as a um, clinician in hospitals um, for many years. And then I went to the um, Department of Health because I wanted to make a difference at a population level. Um, and then you know, uh, there's a lot of red tape, and I and I um, I actu actually accidentally stumbled into this role, and it's here that I'm actually finding where I'm making the fastest difference. You know, real real palpable difference. Um, so the company is actually great. So I joined really uh, as a um, you know in my role as a um, um, clinical health expert to try and um, you know propel the um, the development of their health and well-being products, mm -hmm. um, and and also in you know a little bit of consulting as well, but also providing um, advice uh, in terms of the clinical from the clinical um, health point of view, and in and in the last twelve months I've been appointed chief of philanthropy because the company is really very serious about um, what it can do to make a difference um, in a number of areas. So the company has a mission. Um, and the acronym is HELP. So it's to make a difference in people's lives through improving their health, improving the environment, improving people's lifestyles, um, and also to you know, try and alleviate um, as much as we can from our part, poverty as well. So, so we've got, it's quite an ambitious uh, uh, mission, but we feel um, very committed to it and we feel very responsible in having some tangible outcomes um, and yeah, hence my role. So that's what I do at DB Results. 
That's fantastic. And they are some massive, the massive goals there. That's absolutely true. And I think, I think that's, um, it reminds me of that saying, you know, shoot for the stars and, and, and get to the clouds. And, you know, what we want to do is we want to have these massive goals, don't we? And, and um, I'm really, I'm impressed that the, that the company has such a big mission behind it. Now, can you tell me a bit more about why did DB Results create this particular app that we're talking about today? What was the initiative behind that? So it starts off with the um, started off with the bushfires of 2019 and 2020. Um, so DB Results, like many other um, organisations, uh, private companies, wanted to make a difference. We've all you know all contribute financially to the um, bushfires because they were devastating on an unprecedented level in Australia um, in terms of the breadth and the depth of the problems. Um, but we wanted to make a difference. We wanted to use our expertise. We wanted to use our, our health expertise and marry it with our um, technology, digital technology expertise to make a difference. And we knew that and we understand that um, during a crisis like bushfires, many of the um, people who actually go through a crisis like that actually don't feel the effects until many years down the track. And so we wanted something that we could contribute meaningfully and in the longer term, not just immediate financial, you know, financial contributions. So that's how we got um, into developing MIOK. And when we were doing the research about, you know, um, what could we develop to make, you know, to make a difference in this space, uh, we looked at mental health because we knew that mental health was going to be a huge problem um, in terms of um, the demand and the supply not being, you know, balanced. We knew that demand was going to be huge. Mm. Um, and then we looked around at what was what was out there and we saw a couple of stark differences where we thought we could make a difference. And one of the differences was um, there wasn't really anything out there for people to know um, whether or not what they're going through after a crisis is normal or not. And then when they should go and get help. Uh, because we know, like you said earlier, um, Stephen, if you get help early, you get better health outcomes. Um, so, um, you know, there were some of the important things for us um, um, considering uh, yeah, some of our considerations. Some of the other considerations for us in developing up the app was, um, you know, um, we wanted something that was holistic. So we know that many of the apps out there, many of the help, um, you know, um, different um, um, solutions out there, whether they be digital or not don't actually look at um, a person as a whole. They don't look at the physical as well as the uh, emotional. So we wanted something that brings it to, all together because we know that you can't have a healthy mind if you don't have a healthy body. So they were the important things for us. So, um, so those two elements were really the pivotal things that we saw as being gaps in what was being offered. And then when COVID happened, boy, did we get all get a shock. And, you know, and we all were affected very quickly, working in isolation um, from our family, from our friends, from our colleagues. It was just a huge impost on our lives. Um, and so we actually um, decided to have, make the app available to our people in our organization at DB. And from that, we could see that, you know, there were lots of um, outcries from other organizations who really weren't well prepared for um, looking out for their people's well-being. You know, a lot of organisations, 80% wanted to provide, you know, um, well-being support, but there would have been less than 20% or even less of organisations actually 
in a position to do that. And mm -hmm. so um, that's that's how we changed the offering to, um, first of all, we offered it to not-for-profits and then we we are offering it to the private sector as well for a, for a small fee, but mm -hmm. we're offering it to the private sector as well. So that's how MIK came to be. But uh, I, I'm glad that you, you spoke about a holistic approach because I think as we sort of started off the um, episode, we were talking about the different parts of who we are and, and often a lot of these um, initiatives can be very focusing just on the mind um, and sort of not even looking at the, the physical nature of who we are, our diet, uh, you know, sleep. And then the emotional, which is, you know, areas that both Pete and I work in, in terms of, you know, trying to heal people. What what I wanted to know is there's a there's a bit of a, um, there's a level of, what is the word that I'm looking for? Responsibility that you have when you put an app like this forward, you know, and that you're asking people to use and to check in on their mental health and their well-being. Did you consult outside of the organization with any specialists to sort of input in the, sort of the triggers and the key indicators that you need to be looking for? Um, so we did things in a um, in a range of ways. Um, we had inputs at various levels from various clinicians. So I'm I'm a, you know an ex clinician myself. So we're good at um, um, at taking the science and translating the science into something practical, into mm -hmm. practice, right? Putting the practice. So we had a we've had a range of of uh, clinicians have input into the app, and um, so in terms of building even the um, there's, there's a, a, an algorithm in the app that's actually had input from a psychologist, so we know we're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. um, and we've also had the app um, assessed by um, a psychologist, a very experienced psychologist, to make sure that we're on the right path and we're doing things in a responsible way. So, yes, we have had various, various um, inputs from clinicians um, along the way from inception to now, and we're still having... And even now, we're actually in um, conversation with one of the universities to perhaps do some research with mm -hmm. um, um, mental health experts um, at a university. So we're looking at that. So watch that space um, in coming in coming months. Candy, can, can I ask you are, you, are you able to share with us some of the organisations that are using it and how they're using it with their, with their staff and their members? Okay, so uh, we've got some great organisations that we're very proud to partner with. So we've got um, a Mental Health Foundation Australia, who are one of our, um, our partners, um, and they are using it for their people and their ambassadors. And they've got, you know, I think roughly about 600 people in the organisation who they're offering MIOK to. And then we've got the Salvation Army who are offering it to their um, almost 20,000 volunteers all around Australia. Um, and you can, uh, uh, you know, and they've got it on their website as well um, um, in terms of marketing, the, uh, you know, making it available to their people. And then we've got several organisations. Um, we've got another, in fact, we've got a couple of men's organisations who have, who have who have taken up the app as well and who are interested in the app, which is very interesting uh, from our point of view because when we were building it, we had, you know, we really didn't know who would be interested. And it's very interesting, not entirely surprising, but interesting that um, a lot of men, men's organisations like yourselves who want to make a difference in men's health um, have taken up the app too. So 
yeah, to some smaller or very small organizations as well. Yes, I, I, I'm not surprised either. I, I think that, you know, Peter and I know, even from the work that we do with our men's groups, you know, men generally have a very, uh, they're reluctant to to sort of speak out and get help. And even within the safe confounds, confines of our own meetings, sometimes it can take several weeks before they're willing to share. So maybe having sort of an app like this, where it's just a very intimate uh dialogue with themselves they can check in on how they're feeling especially if they don't feel like they're ready to to speak to someone else about it so yeah it doesn't surprise me especially with our own experience working with men and and also being men ourselves <laughs> now um before we um before we find out a bit more about the app and talk about how men with spirit is using the app um i want uh we like to uh play music on this on this show and uh we ask you to uh nominate a song to play. Can you tell us what that song is and why you chose that song, Candy? So the song that I've selected is uh, Don't Stop by uh, Fleetwood Mac. And it's a song that I've loved from a young age. And I guess maybe, and I didn't really understand the meaning of it when I was young. I've, you know, my siblings actually introduced me to the song, my older siblings. Um, but I've enjoyed the song over, you know, over my, my life. And there have been various challenges um, that I've experienced, but none more than uh, two years ago when my husband was diagnosed with lymphoma. So this song is pretty special for me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so help me to, to think about tomorrow and the possibilities of, um, that, are, you know, that are open to all of us in the future. Beautiful. Well, Marcus, let's take it away. Mr. Spaceman. Would you please take me along? I won't do anything wrong. Hey, Mr. Spaceman, won't you please take me along for a ride? This is Dave Crosby. Jim McGlynn. And it's very good to be on your show, man. Welcome back. You're listening to Men with Spirit on Radio Karen. And today we're discussing men's well-being. And we're here with a special guest, Candy Demenzi, who is um, Chief, Chief Philanthropy and Clinical Health Advisor from DB Results. And we're talking about how an app they have developed called MIOK can help lead to better overall health outcomes. Now, we mentioned very early on that Memory Spirit has been in, uh, involved with this app and actually uses this app ourselves. Now, Pete, what caught your attention with this app and why were you keen to make it available to men and their families through Men With Spirit? Okay, uh, to put it in context, I, uh, in a previous life, if you like, I had uh, some involvement in the IT industry and I got, uh, was involved with uh, DB results. And I just happened to be looking at some of the feeds that come through on uh, LinkedIn and I saw this uh, little mention of MIOK. I thought, oh, this looks interesting. I'll check it out. Then I had a look at it. I thought, gee, this looks fantastic. Because as as you know, Steve, you know what we're very keen to do is to help men get out of their head and get more into their heart and um, to feel more and to be more conscious about how am I feeling. And what I really impressed me about MIOK is it encourages people, and obviously I'll talk in terms of men because that's our particular focus, but it encourages people to um, to check in how am I feeling really? And then to keep track of that um, and um, 
yeah, to basically monitor how your feelings are going. Now, you might say this is a bit um, counterintuitive if you're about feelings. Why are you using technology to do it? But to me, it's about um, being self-accountable and having a, an easy way. And it is very, very easy. That's the thing I like about it. It's a very easy way of just keeping track of, well, how am I feeling today? Um, so that's one of the things that really um, uh, appealed to me about it. Then um, Candy mentioned about it being holistic. And I saw one of the things, one of the, the key elements to this holistic sense of well-being was mindfulness. Just and and we we would prefer the term or the practice of meditation rather than mindfulness. They are different things in reality. But what I liked about it, it gave you the way of, of monitoring. Say, for example, you say, look, it's my goal to do 20, hour, 20 hours, 20 minutes of meditation every day. <laughs> 20 hours. Right? You have no, no time to do anything else, Pete. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But, um, you know, say if you say, look, I want to do 20 minutes of meditation each day and you want to hold yourself accountable to that. So th this gives you a way of just very quickly just putting in how much time you spent meditating uh, and putting that into the app. And um, so I like the fact that MIOK had this holistic view of well-being, including your meditation or spiritual practices and that sort of thing. Um, another thing I liked was, you, as well as putting your actual results in, um, you can put in under this new release of the uh, software or the update, you can put in your own personal targets and goals. And, and again, it, this enforces this self-accountability thing. And you can set reminders to remind you to do certain things. It's very um, customizable. And the other thing I like is it's um, completely secure and confidential. The information is kept on your phone. You're not sending it off to Big Brother in the cloud or something like that. So I like the fact that you control it. And the other thing I really found useful last year was um, uh, having various appointments and that sort of thing. I could put in uh, upcoming appointments and results and that sort of thing and keep track of it. And uh, that was really, really useful. So in one app, I had a way of looking at my total well-being and, and all sorts of things that impacted on that. Um, but in terms of putting, uh, one of the things you do in terms of customization, you might say, look, um, going to my weekly uh, Men With Spirit meeting mm -hmm. is an important thing. So you actually put that into the app as one of the things that you, you do to help with your overall well-being. So they were some of the things that really appealed to me about the app. And then we got involved with Candy and the team at DB Results and we, um, we've made a lot of suggestions to improve it and tweak things and, uh, and so on. Um, so, and I've been using it every day for, for nine months and uh, have been uh, really uh, very pleased with it. So that, that's how I, I got involved. <laughs> Candy, do you want to any, add anything to this about the features and benefits and maybe some of the outcomes that you've actually seen from those who have been using it? So, um, yeah, happy to do that, um, Steve. So there are a number of a number of features and there's a lot of very rich functionality. It's um, very much a holistic app in a, in a lot of ways because it captures, it captures um, you know, um, your emotional well-being. So there's that, you know, building of self-awareness in a very simple way because, you know, for a behavior change, um, it has to be simple. Mm -hmm. And, and self-awareness is so pivotal to our emotional well-being. 
Um, but it's also pivotal for us as just as human beings, you know, interacting with our with our colleagues at work, interacting with our friends and our family. Um, if we don't understand ourselves, um, you know, how are we going to interact with others and have meaningful relationships? So it's a very important part of the app. The other app, uh, parts of the app, like um, Peter was saying, is uh, all the physical um, and well-being um, factors. We know that there are many physiological um, real responses to um, anxiety and depression, and, um, and, and, and people can pick up on these changes early because there are all these tracking mechanisms built into the app uh, to help an individual do that. Uh, and, to, and they're also early signs um, of, of changes that people can act on. And we've got a number of fantastic ways that people can pick up on things early for um, their physical and well-being factors. So there are a range of factors, many. And also you can um, create and personalize your own. So custom, um, customize the app for yourself um, by you know, monitoring what you want to monitor. So for example, people want to monitor um, smoking. You know, mm -hmm. people want to give up giving up cigarettes. They um, they they can monitor the number of cigarettes in a day. People who want to give up alcohol, you can do that. But if you want to, um, you know, add in your own um, other other factors, you you absolutely can. It's mm. totally up to you. The other uh, you know, there are other things that um, Peter talked about, and we call it um, the timeline feature, which has a range a rich range of um, functionality where you can record appointments, you can re record, uh, for example, your VATS test, so you have a, you know, everything in one place. Um, and now we've recently just added the ability to add uh, documents um, or photographs so people can add, and if they wanted, their mental health plan. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so they have it all in one place. And we also know that people, um, um, you know, in terms of journal writing, people like to, some people like to write, some people are visual. So if people like to draw to represent their moods, now they can actually, you know, uh, draw the picture, take a photograph and add it to the app as a visual diary. So the, the app can be used in, you know, multiple ways and the, the user can define how they want to use the app. So, you know, there are, like I said, a rich uh, breadth of functionality um, that people will learn once they download the app and play with it. Um, and the operative word is to play with it. You really have mm -hmm. to use it and use it, use all the different aspects of it. And we've got integration of the, um, of, you know, for appointments with your diary as well, with your calendar, mm -hmm. with your calendar mm -hmm. on your phone. And um, I don't know if we mentioned earlier too, um, that we've got integration with all, you know, all the different devices like Fitbits, Google and um, Google devices and Apple devices like an Apple watch. So if people um, are, you know, use the car map for example as meditation um, and they and they have a google watch you know when you do the meditation and hook up to that app you will it'll automatically download onto am i okay so you'd all automatically populates um the app um in am i okay so you can track and see how you're going with your meditation if i can just add uh, i'll just add there that a couple of things that that i quite like is the fact that it automatically picks up on your um, uh, steps you're, you're walking for example so it just integrates with your phone so it updates the um the steps measure that's in there which was a nice surprise i didn't have to do anything it automatically updated it and then the other uh, thing was the um sleep it picks you know if you use the sleep function uh, or you know the the um 
the uh, you know the alarm function on the on uh, Apple's um, what uh, iPhone, it'll give you your sleep time as well. So you're monitoring those couple of things without having to do anything. Yeah, yeah. So we try to make it, trying to make it as easy as possible for people to track all these different parameters that we know will help people to be you know um, maintain a healthy well-being, which is the whole idea of the app. The app is actually. Um, um, targeting the general population is to keep pe- the whole idea of the app is to keep people healthy. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not it's not ideally designed to help uh, to support people with a um, a diagnosed mental health disorder. It's actually to help people um, stay on top of their health, their emotional and physical health. Um, um, because we know that when you when you are, you know, in balance, have everything in balance, that you can operate. Um, in a meaningful way in everything that you do and up, you know, and live a more, you know, fulfilling um, um, life where, you know, you can realize what you, you know, what you want to um, and live at your, you know, operate at your best. Uh, that's great. I'm, I'm glad you uh, spoke to the integration because you know what it's like these days on phones, you have a million different apps that do a million different things. And, and I like this integration into the one app of all these different services and and check-ins that we do that to give it sort of this snapshot across the board. Um, I think that's a really useful feature because yeah, there will be people out there that'll say, oh, but I like to use this and I like to use that. And, and what about this? And, and it sounds like you've thought about all of those elements that we put into the one app. Um, and it is constantly being improved and updated, isn't it, Candy? Yeah, absolutely. So... Um, um, so like Peter said, we've just introduced the dashboards, which are just, um, you know, I think takes the app now to a whole new level. It's actually quite, makes it quite a um, more, more sophisticated tool um, and easier to track. So you can, and you can enter in your goals and you can monitor that over the day, um, over weeks, months, years, whatever you want to do. Um, and then you also, we also have a wellbeing score that we've introduced into the app, which is, um, part of the dash, new dashboards, which is fantastic too. And I think it definitely places the app in a whole different um, level altogether. But the app also contains um, some resources for early self-management to help people with mm-hmm. early self-management as well. And uh, other recent additions are to support organisations as well, like yourself. So we've got um, ways that as an organisation, you can communicate with your, with your, with your members um, or your staff, depending on what sort of organisation you are. But so, for example, uh, Peter and Stephen, when you when you want to um, have a meeting with your, you know, with your members, you can now um, use the app to notify people within the app um, that you know there's a meeting coming up, mm-hmm. and when you know when it is, um, and if they have to RSVP, you can have a you know you can have a um, a link where they can yeah, they can um, how they can attend the meeting. Yeah. And then I, I, one of the things I like that you have there for quite some time is um, if someone feels they need help, they can reach out from the app um, to either emergency services or to helpline. And we've even got a facility there where they can make contact directly with Men With Spirit, uh, a phone number, our uh, contact page and all that sort of thing. So that facility that if someone is feeling low or whatever and they want to speak to someone, you give them the facility right from the app to reach out for some sort of support and help. Absolutely. So that was our risk mitigation um, approach was to build in this 
uh, ability for people to, if they're at risk of of harm, then um, to be able to, you know, add a click um, access services, you know, emergency services at their fingertip. Um, so that was an important part of the app as well. Before we sort of wrap up this this section, Candy, I'd love to know. Have you been surprised by any of the outcomes of people using the app, or from organisations that have that have implemented this into their into their company? Look, I think people are using it in um, various ways, and because it is such a private um, app in terms of um, you know how people are using it, um, you know we hear from people, but we haven't heard the breadth of of how people are using it. Um, you know, when we when we talk to people um, from organisations, we you know we have an idea of how people are using it, but we haven't got a, a, a an absolute sense of how people are using it because we don't track anyone's usage of it. You know, we don't have we don't collect data like um, you know other apps do. So all your data is saved to your own device, so we can't access that information. So mm. all we can go is by is what people tell us and people tell us various people have told us a whole lot of different different um, benefits that they find um, some people like you know like um, you know some people like the physical parts of it some people like um, you know the emotional parts of it some and, and people like the idea of being able to customize and personalize the app for their own use so it yeah so lots of different types of feedback but overall very positive Candy, can I just add that in case people get a bit worried that if it's just on their phone and something happens to their phone, they've lost all their data, one of the, the features that, uh, you know, I was very keen to incorporate into the app was some way of backing so that the individual end user could back up their data and restore it if need be. So um, that's now a feature of the app. So people have got that backup and recovery uh, feature built in because it is data that belongs to the user. It's not data that goes to... Um, men with spirit or goes to DV results or anyone else. So it's important consideration because you're putting a lot of private confidential information potentially into this app. So um, that's just reassuring, I think, let people know that. It's also reassuring for the privacy that it, that, that data is on your phone. You know, that's such a rarity these days with sort of this, you know, easily uh, handing over information to another third party, which, you know, um, we have seen has caused some problems recently. Um, so let's talk about how um, you can actually download the uh, MIFK app from DB Results. Um, so to do that, um, App Store, whether it be uh, Google Play or Apple, um, and you'll be able to download uh, the app from there. Now you'll need to also email us at Men with Spirit, which is connect at menwithspirit.com.au because then we'll send you a very specific QR code that you will need to put in there because we have our own ID code which allows you access to the app. Um, and then you can start using the app. And uh, once you enter in the um, Men with Spirit code into the app, you'll be ready to start to go. You can start checking in daily and you can see how your well-being changes over time. Um, Candy, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure having you and sharing this sort of wonderful app that you've put together. I hope you enjoyed your time on the show. Oh, absolutely. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's been a pleasure to um, come on the show, pleasure to chat with you, and it's our pleasure to um, provide this app to organisations like you 
because we know we are making a difference. I know that you are making a difference um, with, you know, in men's health. So thank you very much for having me. And, and, and I do have to say on behalf of Peter and myself, thank you so much for making it available and, and free for our, our members as well. It's, it's generous of you and it's very kind of you and, and something we don't take for granted. So thank you very much for that. And, uh, and um, you know, and I guess too, you know, Pete, Pete's going to continue to give you feedback and ongoing development because he's been, a, you know, I have to say, He's a huge advocate for this app. And um, I think even just after today, I'm more inspired to get using it even more than I have. And uh, I think just even knowing that we can actually communicate with our members now in terms of our next meetings, I think that's a wonderful feature that, you know, we have actually been looking for, Pete. So I'm excited about that feature as well. Hmm. So, so um, thank you again, Candy. Well, look, on behalf of yep. DB, it's our pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Well, look, we might, um, I think our internet connection is playing up a little bit by the looks of it, but um, what uh, I'd like to do now is just uh, wrap up with a few, um, few different points. First one is if our discussion earlier on uh, regarding mental health and suicide uh, affected anyone and they feel they need to uh, reach out, um, the, the number for lifeline is is 13 11 14 um, or you could uh, make contact with us obviously um, if you're interested in finding out about our men with spirit groups you get us via our facebook page which is at men spirit or you can email us at the uh, address that steve gave before which is connect at menwithspirit.com.au um, particularly if you want to get a copy of the life-changing miok app and you can also call us on um, 03 9016 uh, We're certainly open to any suggestions anyone would like to make about uh, topics we can cover on the program. And remember that you can listen to all episodes Radio Karen via the links provided on our Facebook, uh, Facebook page or you can enter this address directly into your search bar and it's radiocarum.org slash shows s-h-o-w-s slash men dash with dash spirit and a slash so that's how you can look at it via the um via that as always, many thanks to Marcus Mul Mulcahy, who does um, his behind-the-scenes magic for each of our programs and without whom this pro just, program just wouldn't be possible. Um, now, up next on Radio Carum is the back room, so listen in to the guys there. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, I'll be missing in action for a couple of weeks, but I know Steve has some great topics lined up while I'm away. Um, I'll you this uh, piece of wisdom from my favourite blog, uh, The Wisdom of Crazy Horse, and this is just a brief one. Leadership is being true to yourself, doing what you believe in for the greater good of mankind. So until next time, as we say each week, be true to yourself. We hope uh, you've enjoyed the show today and we welcome your feedback and thanks for being with us. It's bye from me, Peter Anthony, and... And bye from me, Steve Angel.
Good on you. Um, we'll finish up this episode with a song about breaking free of a stagnant period in your life. And this is something to get you up and dancing. It's Florence and the Machine. Dog days are over. G'day everyone, I'm AC from Friday Night Frothies, also very involved in the sporting club. We're here today at the grand opening. Any opportunity I get, I'll be listening to Radio Carrum.